Okay. Very smart. Is it dumb if I hold? Uh, it is dumb if I hold the microphone. I feel like I need to orient myself here. I know there's a fourth pillow on this couch. I just can't find it. Oh no. Oh, there it is. <sighs> okay. Because you need a pillow, the mic needs a pillow, and I need two pillows. That's just how the world works. Okay. I love it. I love it. Are you on your couch? Yeah, I am. Wow, your couch is such a setup. Yeah, it is. You're so stable. I am very stable. So are you are you gonna give the intro? Oh my god. <laughs> um sure. Uh all right. So Go welcome to it. Pop Quiz. I'm Courtney. And I'm Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that we forgot to say our names last week, so that might be, might have been confusing. Um, uh, yeah, really? and oh, that's so embarrassing. I, we did. I feel like I definitely fun. said your name at some point, right? And, you know, yeah, people could have inferred. I'm sure. I, like we just sound like our our names, anyways. Take you know? notes, guys. Okay, this is a fucking educational podcast. <laughs> if you're not citing your sources <sighs> and writing in the fucking margins, then what are you doing? You know. Well, um, uh, yeah, very true. Very fucking true. Um. Yeah, so we talk about pop culture, and every week we'll be answering a question that we come up with related to pop culture, and we'll be debating it amongst each other. And this week we have a very exciting topic, I would say. Yeah, very very relevant to recent news. Definitely. Do you want to say it? Okay. I mean, um, so I you think can do the, the honors. I think the specific question for this week, because, you know, phrasing is important. The yeah. specific question is, why do people like Twilight? <sighs> so what we landed on, Twilight. yes, why do people like Twilight? Yes, you might be thinking, <laughs> Twilight? That's a decade-old series. Who cares? <laughs> Who's even thinking about this oh. anymore? Yeah, well. I think it's a decade old. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said decades at first, and I was like, what? But okay, no, well, let's not overage ourselves. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty fucking old. But yet it has re-entered into the public conscious with it the really new has. book, Midnight it Sun. It's true. Which is Twilight from yeah. Edward's perspective, which is, you know, <laughs> what everyone has wanted to know for Everyone's years. Everyone's wanted this. We've been begging for it. And it's come. So this is exciting stuff. Uh, but because so of that, you know, it has re-entered into our minds. Why do people like Twilight? So we're going to get into that today. So I think the first thing we need to do is just set up initial opinions on Twilight. So I can okay. go first. Like All our right, story, our personal stories with Twilight. Our you know, Twilight story. Because <laughs> I just feel like, you know, the main market for Twilight were, you know, tweens, tween yeah. girls. When Classic we were tween girls. Such Classic a good tween, tween story. story. Yeah. Um, and I, so I have to say, um, I did, I did go into the Twilight world when I was in junior high, not as hard as other people. And I was late to the game. Um, yeah. But I did read the books. I was still one of those like dicks who was like, mm, Harry Potter's better. Like I would say that every time Twilight came up. So apologies to everyone who knows me. But I have to say, I, Enjoy a good Twilight. I'm to be completely clear, Twilight is not a good book. 
Twilight is not a good movie series. It is is bad. I think that is clear to say. But regardless, it is so enjoyable. I just think that they're just really fun, specifically the movies. I think I watch the movies at least annually. It's one of my go-to trash movies whenever I'm just bored or sad and alone. I'll just put on Twilight and just have a great time. So that's where I'm coming from. Wow. Um, I was just looking up when the books were released. So they were released annually from 2005 through 2008. So one book a year. Um, There's four books in the series, obviously. Um, Obviously. Obviously. So I think I started reading them about when the last book came out. So that's when I started the series. I was in fourth grade, um, (gasps) which means I think I was nine years old. Um, Fourth grade, Courtney? Shocking. Yeah. explains so much about your personality. I just feel like, like, (laughs) wow. I know. I was fucking done with all the kitty books. I was like, give me some vampires and give give me me some sexual tension. Some soft porn, some soft core porn. Or it's true. Nothing. No more or Caillou nothing. for me. No more. Yeah. Okay. Um, and let's see. I think the first movie came out in 2010. Um, which, yeah, I guess that tracks. I don't know. I feel like that timeline does that track? Track with my life. But that's okay. Yeah. No, I'm trying um, to place it with my life. It was definitely, it had to have been junior high for me. Maybe early sixth grade. Okay, sorry. The first the first movie did come out two thousand eight. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I I yeah. Go ahead. I definitely uh, just to say I definitely didn't watch Twilight in theaters then. Like the first three, I'm just realizing. I thought yeah. that I had read the books and then saw the movies, but right. I read the books in junior high because that's when I hit it, okay. and then I went to see the last movie, the set part two in theaters. Yeah. So that that's my. That's how I consume the media. All right, now now you. Okay. Um, I loved Twilight. I was a Twilight fanatic. I mean, I shouldn't say I was a fanatic. I wasn't like fervent. Like I was like, I was like a fan. You know, I was like, these books are good, and I ship Edward and Bella. They're amazing. Okay. But okay, I I swear to God, if you if you want to fight me on that, then I don't. I don't. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I right. totally agree with you. Keep continuing. Continuing on. Um, love the movies, obviously. Robert Pattinson, Kristen Stewart, amazing. I can't remember if I thought the first movie was funny when I watched it because the, the acting was so shitty. I think I did actually think I was like, wow, this is a this is a bad movie. But I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. And I liked I I don't it know. I like I, yeah, I like seeing the book played out in in of course, a movie yeah. setting, even if it was shitty. The book was shitty too, and I do realize the that. I'm aware. Shitty. I'm aware, but it was a good introduction for me. I feel like into into like fucking I don't know, like sci-fi romance. I don't know. It was I I really enjoyed sure. it. I like and it. fucking. I, like, I think it was intended as like a <laughs> sexual bridge for girls. I'm not even lying. There wasn't even a fucking scene until the last book. So, well, I mean, yeah. I feel like not to get into it too soon, but I do think that that's a valid thing with Twilight. It's just 
I feel it is just like soft core porn for girls. Yeah. Like there's a lot of yeah. sighing, yeah. a lot of long pauses, right. a lot of just like longing. And right, like the main storyline, <sighs> when you get down to it at the end, yeah. follows a girl who wants to have sex with desperately. Yeah. With a vampire who a says, vampire. No, we can't I'm too get, strong have sex for you. until we're married. So it is like there's definitely a yeah. tone of like you know what what's the word i'm not religious but like you're like the status of your soul you know what i mean like right. she's like has to maintain that purity until marriage and then she can become a vampire there's all this stuff with that but anyway is she a vampire when no she's not no not when yeah. they have sex i I love the books. She's I love the books. Like I remember it. actually going to see part two, Breaking Dawn part two in theaters when yeah. for my birthday. Cause they all came out. It looks like they all came out around November 20th. My birthday is November 30th. Um, I, remember, <laughs> I know. I remember going to, I remember going with friends to see it for my birthday. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know what else is there to say. I, I did. I really liked the movies and I liked the books and they were a big part of my preteen slash. Yeah, I guess just I mean, preteen sure. years. I don't even think I was a teenager by the time they were over, which is terrifying. <laughs> um, no, I guess I was. I guess I was 13. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was very committed to Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart's real life I relationship mean, yeah. as well. Oh, um, which came okay. to a shocking and hilarious end. Um, yeah. yeah, poor well, Robert. I mean, we all we're all here for Robert, you know. But like, also, Kristen, Kristen's, Chris, yeah, Kristen's gotten better. Like, she's in a good place now. Like, yeah, I feel like she's she's good. But she's anyway, great. I love her. But well, I'll, honestly, okay, <laughs> quick side, quick side on that. I love Kristen. Stuart on SNL specifically. I think yeah. that I mean clearly a lot of her live sketches are poor because she does have a very awkward demeanor, which relatable. Like I still support her. But her But I feel like yeah. Her digital shorts for SNL mm. are some of the funniest things. Like I think they that are she really funny. Just actually is a pretty good comedian when it comes yeah. down to it. Like when she has like the actual structure of filming i think that she she's kind of got it so i, I yeah. like her i feel like anyway, she's aware of her awkward demeanor no she is she is it comes out I mean, on snl that she is actually aware of it and it's funny yeah and that's why that's it's funny because she always you know? she always yeah. acknowledges it and it, i always yeah. appreciate when celebrities acknowledge their own like legend you know i think that's always really really funny. right i do appreciate that um all right well now we have to answer the question I know. Why? And I have Why? a very I I know the answer. Oh wow, and you have a finite theory. I do. Is, I like okay. it's not even a theory, it's confirmed. Um, oh wow. You could say this is a conspiracy theory because it's gonna it's gonna get long and it's gonna get dark. But here's my opinion on why okay. Twilight is popular. God, we All did right. this on the wrong day. I'm so tired. I, I feel like I generally have so much energy into my Twilight pitch, but this is just going to be a sad version of what it could be. But anyway. I'm ready for it. Give okay, it Twilight. Me. Twilight. As we covered, the books came out like late 2000s movies, early to, mm-hmm. you know, in that time frame, 2000s. Yeah. What's going on in the 2000s? You know, this generation, it's dealing with the ramifications 
of 9-11. Yes. <laughs> Twilight <Well>. is popular. <gasps> oh, I don't like how Pseudo because <laughs> of 9-11. You might oh, be no. saying, Emma, oh, no. you're a monster. Why would you loop that into this conversation? Because it's true. <sighs> Oh, no. I just feel like, think about it. Like, what are the things that this generation is dealing with? It's dealing with this horrible nationwide calamity. And it's dealing with death, honestly, at a young you age, think? at a level that they it has never really been considered before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think that this is at all connected somehow to the fact that Robert Pattinson, after Twilight, did star in a movie about 9-11, a love I story? Mean, yeah, I didn't know that, but thousand percent is connected. But I just like it's actually pretty good. Really great. I love yeah. Robert. I but that. honestly, I do kind of feel that. I just feel like it's a generation that has been raised with this uncertainty specifically around life. And why wouldn't a romance where one of the main attractors is living forever like i feel like the fact that mm. this this whole love story was popularized with one of the main characters being in an undying figure who right. was born in i think 1918 yeah like you know like basically spanning like all of the like you know quote unquote era like american history he- that we Sorry, sorry to interrupt again. Did he become a vampire because of the Spanish flu? Yeah, that he it? was dying of the Spanish flu, and that's and why he was his hurt. dad, his dad, turned him into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. is that right? Okay, yes, yeah, so that's right. That's why. So I mean, I honestly, that's the core of my pitch. I just think that I'm not saying that that's why Stephanie Meyer wrote it. Like, I'm not going that deep in it. I don't think that there are any underlying, <laughs> like oh 9-11 let's deal with this but I do think that there's something and on like and I'm not also putting it specifically on 9-11 I don't want to be too funny about this but I do think that this generation which is one of the first to deal with right this huge like this huge event 9-11 and then also the proliferation of mass shootings that's getting started around this time Mm. like all of these just this beginning of the discussion of death at such a mass level at a much younger age I think did do a lot for popularizing a book and a movie series that is in such a heavy dialogue with death and living forever I just think that that is definitely linked interesting wow what are you going to try to refute me or are, did I win? <laughs> so that's like your central theory to why people central. like Twilight. That's my Got central it. core theory. I, I think that nothing. it's hard. It's hard to disprove, right? Because I'm not saying right. that anyone's doing this on purpose. Like it's, I, sure. but I think that that's kind of the core for most people of that age. That Okay. I feel like it. that's very specific to you. Not, not calling you out, but I feel like. <gasps> Immortality, like death, end of life, is wow. a very like. Wow. I feel like that's on your mind more often. Wow, I mean you're not wrong, people. but I, I think that that's also a part of that generation's experience. I mean, we talk about the uh, we've talked about gun violence and mass shootings a lot, and how that plagues on yeah. our minds. And I don't think that's specific to us. I think that's very just prevalent for this whole generation of kids who are going to school at this time. And I think that that should, you know, dictate the kind of uh, media you consume and wanting to live forever, you know? So you think that, like, because our generation is so aware of basically the, like, delicacy of life, 
yes that we just identify yeah yeah we identify with the main character who wants to live forever basically forever and yes it's for love but yeah i mean most of the books follow her trying to convince edward to turn her into a vampire to live forever interesting i okay never have thought about it from that point of view um i for me i feel like when when it first came out i was like it was basically the same thing as 50 shades of gray like i don't know how like i mean to be clear 50 shades of gray is a fan fiction of twilight right but exactly it's true it's true but i don't (laughs) i don't know i yeah but i don't know how like how um recent like the memory of twilight's releases like on people's minds or like but 50 shades of gray that didn't happen that long ago it was like five years ago right sure and people yeah. are like the housewives are all about bdsm now it's all true. about sex they are so excited to read about it and this christian gray character is like the ultimate partner like he's what every girl wants um <laughs> and is like sexually attracted to uh heterosexual girl i guess i don't know i mean in twilight there's no gay people so um i doubt something I mean, Meyer would yeah. ever include that in <laughs> to her life or into the book um uh yeah and i think i had that i think i had that lens even when twilight came out i don't remember what the like I, I think the press around it was, right, like, b- people being sexually attracted to vampires. I think it was, like, mm-hmm. made fun of, right? Because people were like, why the fuck sure. are people so into this Edward mm-hmm. Cullen character? How is he sexy right. to women? Like, that's ridiculous. Right. Um, and, yeah, I think even when I was fucking nine years old, I was like, oh, like, this dude, <laughs> this book basically is sexually charged it's just incredibly sexually charged and it is sort of like a it's like a sexual fantasy novel like there i think there's a lot of people who especially at that point felt like sexually repressed we were at a point in society where like gay marriage hadn't even been legalized like talking about sex is like very stigmatized talking about sexuality is very stigmatized so like talking openly about a fantasy ridiculous absolutely not allowed but this woman who's a fucking more mormon that sounded negative i didn't mean it to sound negative at all but she's a mormon right she comes from a very conservative background releases this book about a dude who is a vampire and a girl who is just unbelievably attracted to him and to like this werewolf character as well um very clearly a fantasy um very clearly has some like sexual feelings behind it and since it does sort of come from like a conservative viewpoint it's like seems more acceptable like in society it seems like oh sick like uh like this is a book meant for housewives like it's okay for like women to like read this and feel like liberalized in some way because like because yeah like (laughs) he's like a sexy he's a sexy character it's a sexy book and yeah i think that i think this is sort of like come to be like society's like sex fantasy i don't know i think people like it because it's just a whole fantasy spelled out for them i have a rebuttal this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I do agree with you. And I 
think it is interesting that some of the main complaints around Twilight at the time, some of the main, um, what would be the word, like scandal around it was that it was too sexy, even though as we're talking about, it is very repressed. Yeah. And I think that honestly, like while I do agree, it was sexier for the time, especially for the age demographic that it's clearly appealing to. It is also still so clearly from the perspective of someone from a more repressed sexual background. I mean, right, let's look at the two main love interests here, okay? We have Edward who, I mean, even I don't care really who which side you belong on. I mean, I do, Edward's the right choice, but regardless <laughs> of which side you belong on, the narration and the storyline is clearly pushing you to support Edward. That is clearly yeah. the quote unquote right answer in terms of the story. Yeah. And so it's really the split between the quote unquote right character, which is this cold, specifically mm -hmm. cold. They talk about how yeah. cold he is all of the time. Yeah. A man who is taking on the role of, you know, sexual like referee basically is like we can yeah. only kiss this like at this time with these like yeah. parameters like we can't have sex until we get married and then this other man who is hot that's literally how he's described all the time he's overheating he's this yeah. hot blooded yeah. man literally also, i think it's important to note that she implies that he comes from some, some sort of like like the werewolves themselves are like some sort of like indigenous sure. um right. like exactly which is so, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like versus this ultra white, like what, like this character who's always talked about Pristinely. how yeah, yeah. his skin is, but right. So with this hot blooded character, he is kind of taking on all of these sexual qualities, right? He's yep. the one that kisses her without her consent. He's pushing to make their relationship more physical at all times. Mm -hmm. So and he is right in terms of the narrative, the wrong choice. So it's clearly setting yeah. up this divide for girls where, right, you're allowed to have these small fantasies. You're allowed to yeah. have a sexual urge inside of you. But it's also clearly, uh, I guess, just guarded. And you are supposed to take the path that is way more regulated and like, I don't oh, know. Oh, interesting. So Okay. See, I agree with you. I agree with you on all points. I, so that's what I'm saying is that like, it's an acceptable, like sure. sexual fantasy and like 50 because, shades of gray okay. takes that like to the maximum, right? So 50 shades right. of gray isn't as acceptable for people, but like twilight is, is like more acceptable. It was like accepted by society, became mainstream movies sure. and like children were even reading it. Right. So yeah, like, yeah. I, I think it was like, I agree. Like, I think it was just like a sexual fantasy compressed into an acceptable form for people. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what Stephanie Meyer gave us, which is great. But I think that, I think that's a really interesting point. Like inside the book, there is mm -hmm. a split between like Jacob as a id, Jacob, like, the werewolf yeah, character. The sexual id. Yeah. yeah. He's like the more like untamed, sexually charged portion of uh, Bella's mind. <laughs> Whereas like Edward, it's like, the more conservative, the super the more, ego, like, yeah. we're going to do this the right way. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to do this not expressly said, but like in mm -hmm. the way that God would want us to. It um, is expressly said, actually. That's actually one of the main part, like plot lines of the end of the, the, la the last book is the concept of the soul and whether or not he, that's like, that's comes up in their debate on whether or not to have sex. Bella wants to have sex. And he says something along the lines of my soul's already damned, but I can still protect yours. 
So mm. it actually does get pretty religious. I don't remember that. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of where we differ because we are saying the same thing core-wise. I think we under- we agree on all the same points, but I feel like what I disagree with that instead of this being some sort of like, ooh, it's a sexual fantasy, like radical, I just feel like this is a, like, it's not a sexual fantasy that concedes by obeying society's rules. It is a society's rules that has a sexual fantasy to like make it more palatable, if that's what I'm saying. That's how I sort of read the story. Like, I don't think it's that revolutionary for the sexual fantasy, because I think it still obeys a lot of the regulations that have sort of been established. But right. But I yeah, I I do think that like Stephanie Meyer does a great job of like making it feel like it's a story about a vampire and a werewolf, right? So like the rules of society aren't exactly like and present like forefront in your mind while you're reading it it's not like oh when are they gonna like kiss like when is when is i don't know like in some ways they do follow the same structure of a relationship but like what you're thinking of isn't like oh like they're such a sweet normal couple like are they gonna go to prom together it's more like even though they do go to prom (laughs) absolutely do she does she like makes it so they sort of do follow a regular structure of a couple um and they very much do yeah like you're right obey society's rules like they very much like follow societal standards but it's not Mm -hmm. on the forefront of your mind she sort of masks it for you right because you're You're like he's a vampire he's a werewolf like how the fuck is this gonna work like how is she gonna make this work what are the different rules that like come with a vampire society um and yeah yeah. yeah i don't know i think that's what she does so well you're right is that she uses this fantasy story to just sort of get back into the like social discussion these traditional uh like relationship lines because if you really think of uh bella and edward's relationship it's honestly just basically a relationship from the 50s i mean they start dating in high school they go to prom Mm -hmm. they do all these things and then they get married within a year of graduation Mm -hmm. have a child a year after that they've fought and they don't have sex until marriage like they actually follow very traditional family values in terms of their relationship Mm -hmm. but right by adding all of these fantasy elements all of these other confounding storylines it adds an action and a almost an attraction to having Mm -hmm. this i mean who didn't want an edward you know what i mean every little girl's like i want an edward and really when you're if they're actually trying to model a relationship after that that just means they want to settle down with their high school boyfriend and have kids at you know 19 Mm -hmm so yeah this shit is like fucking propaganda this is fucking propaganda i'm sorry guys i didn't mean to go here i feel like i'm being a downer but i mean i because i as i said i just want to reiterate i don't i don't have anything against twilight i watch it very often i do think it's just an enjoyable movie but i i mean it's it's bad but like it's a fun movie to just shit on and have a good time with but i also think that I think one of my favorite things about all popular culture, especially honestly, the ones of not super high quality, is that regardless of their intentions, they they sometimes unknowingly say a lot about the culture that's consuming it. Because right, if everyone likes it, that means that it has some sort of impact. That's it's saying something about the yeah. society who's watching it. So I just think it's interesting to take it to these levels. I do too. I think well, I think the other thing is like 
pieces like this we don't really analyze from a like we don't really look at it like with an analytical lens when we're first reading it right like this was not read by like academics it wasn't aimed towards like an (laughs) academic audience it was like more targeted towards like people who were just keeping up with pop culture people who were just like reading it for enjoyment um but i think it's absolutely important to sort of analyze that because in some way those ideals have affected society um and even if we weren't entirely conscious of the fact that those like things were present right like religion is a really big undertone of the twilight novels even if it isn't like set expressly for like the majority of the books um sure it absolutely is like promoted and it yeah it's like it's definitely there somewhere in the reader's uh subconscious um definitely yeah Uh, i think it's really interesting yeah it is really interesting but i guess to pivot away from you know why does society love this movie let's just dig into it i guess we can also just be shallow about it i mean courtney already outlined like right it is just a sexy book in a time that there weren't that many sexy books like of course the horny preteens are gonna want to read these like lustful pages you know what I mean like absolutely and I also think it really feeds into like some other parts of the uh like I feel like female fantasy right because it's not just yeah Bella wants to like have these relationships with Jacob she also just wants to be wanted I think it's interesting that in the first book they spend a lot of time when she first moves to Forks talking Mm -hmm. about how every man in school every boy in school wants to be with Bella they're all obsessed with Bella (laughs) and I think that literally everyone even the girls so I think that it honestly transcends sex in a way at that point with just like you know preteens want to be loved and I think that it was honestly a certain appeal for having this very normal girl they emphasize how ordinary she looks and how ordinary her background is suddenly Mm -hmm. becomes the obsession of not only a whole fantasy world but just at like the most basic base level of the whole school that she just moved to. So it's definitely like an exception thing as well. Absolutely. I, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think that like Bella herself as a character is so interesting, um, especially in like playing into stereotypes for girls at that point in the in the 2000s like that Bella was like what every single like girl wanted to be like she was like just the most normal looking person like she just fit in so well and like she was quiet and like she the people are just like attracted to her without her having to do anything like she didn't apparently like have like any special skills or like knowledge or like didn't like seem like incredibly witty or like anything like that it was just like she was so normal and like plain and that's what got her ahead (laughs) i feel like i gotta disagree a bit here don't get me wrong i agree that right bella is clearly characterized as being a bit like plain right she doesn't have a large wit she is smart it talks a lot about how smart she is in the book 
but right. She's not the most outgoing. She's very quiet, but I would have to say, I feel like that's one of the things that Stephanie Myers is doing really interestingly with this book at this time is that I would say that Bella is completely challenging the stereotype for women at this point. I mean, Bella is always talked about in the book as wearing just these like very plain clothes, like almost like boyish clothes. She drives an old truck and she's happy about it. Like it's all of these things where it's sort of like, I feel like if anything, Bella is popularizing the next stereotype for women, mm. which is the girl who's not like other girls. You know, oh, yeah. she's not like any of the other girls at the school, yeah. even though she is right. So normal. Exactly. There's nothing yeah. special about her except that she's not like any of the rest of them. So she's so special. So it's kind of this like, I don't know, this catch 22 in a way where Right. There's nothing specifically special about Bella, except that is what makes her special because she's not the one putting on makeup and doing all this shit to go to school, which I mean is negative in its own way, because then it's like, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with these yeah. like tropes of being feminine? But yeah, I take a lot I of mean, issue with that. Yeah. I'm not, not going to give Stephanie Meyer any credit for that, uh, because I don't think it's good to like play I mean, into sure. any stereotype of women. Like, I think that is the thing, right? Is that like she... Bella is like so incredibly normal that seems to be like what gets her attention what seems to like get her praise and like I don't know it's like that's that's not like I don't know it's just like why why isn't she just like a unique person like why isn't she just a unique character which like sure maybe she is a unique person maybe she is a unique character in that like right yeah like these are all the things that like just make up like who she is but it Mm -hmm. felt like very much a point of the novel to make to make Bella normal yeah and like she's like a man's man in some ways right because like she likes to hang out with her dad Mm -hmm. and like it's a big thing when she like goes to like a dance and shit and it's like this isn't I don't know I think that also uh, God, I don't know. I like probably shouldn't step more into the like conservative religious territory, but I do think that's like a part of the message is that like nice normal girls are the ones who essentially like are rewarded, you know. Which I, I do think it's great. interesting. I do think it's interesting though that Bella is specifically never described as religious. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. Edward is the one pushing this um, yeah. sort of narrative for that. Bella's actually fighting so hard. She is yeah. a horny bitch. She wants to have sex with him and is only conceding to have sex after marriage in order to get her goal of living forever. Yeah. So it's actually very transactional. She actually has no religious stake in the game, which I think is an interesting point when I do agree with yeah. you that I think that that sort of overall messaging is still there. I still would say, I think I would give, obviously I agree with you. I don't think that any form of stereotyping, right? Like who the, who the good female or who the like right female is like, that's yeah. all, obviously any type of stereotyping is never, um, you know, a good idea. But I do think that I don't, I wouldn't say that she says that Bella is completely normal and average. I think that maybe not successfully, but I think she's trying to show that Bella is actually extremely special, but that is not visible. It's more under the surface because right. Like what are the things that people call out about Bella? 
in the human world, no one really lands on anything specific at any point, which I think is why mm -hmm. she always gets the rap of just being so boring, which I mean, may yeah. be fair, but in the like vampire realm, right. She has all of these other traits that people are commenting on that humans aren't able to point out. Like, right. The fact that sure. they can't read her mind. Like she's like, has this like ability. Um, and the fact that her blood smells like fucking amazing. Like, so I feel like, if anything, Stephanie is kind of pointing at the fact that even the most normal people who seem like they could just be completely forgotten by society have these special things that you just can't necessarily see or point to on the surface. But if you have vampire skills, they'll all come out. So that's my uh, very that's my very generous interpretation uh, of what Stephanie was trying to do with that characterization. Okay, I I do I disagree. Uh, <laughs> in part because I feel like so like this is an, this is another theme that is like presented in the novel is that like vampires think that they're better than everybody else. They think that they're better than humans. Sure. Um, they think that werewolves are dogs. like our docs are which is fucked i'm fucked. like this is something very that fucked. i i mean we can, <laughs> we can talk I mean, about this but right like werewolves are very pointedly basically the only Native people American, of color yeah. in the in the novel yeah and they're they're yeah fucked it's really fucked um, it's really fucked i mean i think it's, it's really like, fucked. it's it is inches away breaths away from just being almost like a straight racial slur like i feel like i think it is just, honestly I'm i mean sure. honestly it probably is yeah. especially in the context of this like fantasy novel where right like for all we yeah. know only like the only werewolves are native americans you know what i mean like yeah and to call them a literal animal which has been mm -hmm. used to you know demean numerous racial groups is yeah. you know pretty pretty unforgivable it's pretty upsetting um yeah. i don't i can't i honestly can't really say anything else about that other than it's just like clearly so wrong uh, it is absolutely wrong yeah it should not have been <laughs> not it should have been and thought through more maybe it was have, thought through all the through. way which I mean, should have been into the movies brought, yeah absolutely um yeah but i so there is like a sort of like class divide um sure. right so like Definite the vampires yeah so vampires are like the upper class humans are like sort of a middle class and then werewolves are the lower class um and the fact that like basically like the vampires take bella in to their class right they're like oh you're you're a normie but like you're kind of cool like we like you in some ways like we can see like the ways that you like stand out and like you fit in with us they like take her up into like this upper class this like upper echelon of society as as they see it like she mm -hmm. is basically one with the vampires but <laughs> she is a vampire yeah. by the end of the fucking novels i yeah i Oh, God, where am I going at this point? Uh, I can't I mean, remember where I, this started. Uh, <laughs> just to agree with you, though, and, like just like put more evidence into it. Like they are like it's not even just the characterization. Like they are literally different classes. Like the yeah. vampires are incredibly wealthy, which is yeah. pointed out so many times with like so many like egregious purchases. And right. then right, the werewolves live on a reservation. Like mm -hmm. we see they're living. They're like specifically poorer than everybody yeah. else in the book. And right, like Bella is completely split between these two. Both are trying to adopt her. Yeah. And right, and she chooses to go to the mm -hmm. upper classes at the end. 
Yeah. And I, yeah, I see this is like, and a, yeah. So does so Jacob. I, right. I mean, like, yeah. He see, chooses. Like, that, like, yeah. I know. But like, I, I don't know. I like, I like we could probably analyze the way that like she treats Jacob throughout the whole novel. Oh, yeah, for, like, I dates. mean, okay. It's like, what the fuck? I gotta say, um, I, I mean, I mean, everything is that we've said so far stands. Like the treatment of the werewolves, the Native Americans in this book are horrible. Is horrible. Yeah, but I also hate Jacob so much. He's yeah. honestly. Um, just masculine, like masculinity at its worst. Like it's that's the horrible. way that she wrote him. That's, that's the, thing. the way You're that she supposed to hate him. him. You're supposed yeah. to hate him. But the, the the problem that I have is that a lot of people don't, and it honestly yeah. always really upset me as a kid because right, like he kissed but, yeah. her without her permission. He she hit him, and then all of the men in the story just laughed and was like, right. "Oh, wild!" And it's just like little aggressions like this where it's just like her own body and decision making is clearly not respected by a large part of these people right yeah um, but anyway i'm sorry See, that was like, tangential no but like that's so like okay yeah um, right she wrote that like it's you can't like yeah. exactly so she's associating and, like, those edward, values with the lower is edward any better like i feel like he's like a false like feminist character right because he like sure constantly like oh like yeah you're so smart like mm-hmm. oh like i respect you i love you i care for you but at the same sure. time his his ideas are like the only valid ideas to him right like it takes a very long time for him to like mm-hmm. trust bella he does not like he he doesn't like like yeah she's like she wants to have sex she wants to be a vampire she like wants mm-hmm. all these things and like she legitimately sure. Like she's she's like thought them through, right? Like she's made her own decisions, and like basically just right. doesn't trust her to have made them, um, and right. to have like thought them through. And yeah, he's like the one constantly controlling the relationship, where it's like, no, we can't have sex. Like, mm-hmm. no, we like, like I don't know, like, yeah, like sure. he like very much controls the progress of their relationship. So it like feels like like Edward isn't a better option in a lot of ways either. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Jacob is like blatantly a like fucking misogynist in some ways, right? Sure. Like he shouldn't be treating Bella yeah, the, way he is. He, the way that he treats her. But uh-huh. yeah, I don't know if Edward is any better. And then the fact that they're like fighting over her, it's like, no, like she's not like an object. And like, yeah, sure, like right. Bella like does stand up for herself and like she has moments of independence. Mm-hmm. But those aren't her only options. It's not like she has right. to be a vampire or a werewolf. Right. There are other men in the world. And it's not like she's sure. going back to them. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like I don't know. I don't I don't think by the end of the novels either of them have like grown really? or yeah, like fallen out of their like fucking misogynistic ways. I think it's more just like sure. I don't know. I think that it's more just like Bella sort of settles into a way of life and like she does get what she wants eventually. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think, no, I agree. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she has healthy relationships at all throughout the novel. That is for sure. I mean, yeah, I think that that is like, honestly, just not even debatable. Uh, they're, yeah. Neither one of them are healthy. And I think that you're right with the Edward thing of him just being like a, like a false, supportive character because right it's not Mm -hmm. even just big choices because honestly right i could understand if he was like 
hey, like, do you actually want to like, we should talk about this a bit more because to be fair, she does ask for that at the end of the first book. That is like very, yeah. But it's not just that though. It is throughout the book with even small decisions. I mean, like, I'm just like one of the ones that pops into my head is at one point he like, like took out a part of her car so she couldn't drive to meet Jacob. Like he is very possessive, very Mm -hmm. controlling. He watches her while she sleeps without her yep. permission at first. Like he just breaks in and just fucking creeps on her. Like yep. he is honestly kind of that like false knight figure that mm-hmm. is kind of like popularized at this time where he's yep. so supportive and like so positive on you while actually Ugh. not giving you any of your own decision making and any of your yeah. own leash because right, he's kind of controlling everything about her life. And then, right, Jacob is kind of just the opposite end of the spectrum where he just sort of honestly doesn't give a fuck about what she thinks or feels. And it's just very verbal about it. It's Mm -hmm. kind of just all the energy that that, uh, that, uh, Edward is kind of doing through subtle acts. He's just fucking shouting from the rooftops with all of his actions. So, honestly, they're probably just very similar characters when it comes down to it at the end of the day. They're just... Absolutely. Yeah. One of them's just a vampire and one of them's a werewolf. One of them's loaded and one of them (laughs) (laughs) pairs like five pairs of shorts a day. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just. just Yeah, but I, yeah, I guess in conclusion, I really hate Bella as a character. I do. So, yeah. So, like, the other thing is that, like, I think Stephanie Meyer, (laughs) I don't think Stephanie Meyer thought this was a conservative book. I don't think she released it and was like, I'm going to spread. I don't think so either. Yeah, Yeah, I don't don't think that was her intention at all. Sure. But I also don't think she wrote a like feminist character. I don't think Bella is a like strong independent woman. I don't think she like, at least for me, she does not represent the like what a woman should be taught, I guess, like Mm -hmm. in terms of like, the rights that she has and like the respect right. that she deserves. And like, I don't know. I, I didn't, yeah. I don't think the book did a good job, I guess, of um, uplifting women. And especially through Bella, I just, especially the fact that it is set in a high school, I think. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think we do have to be careful about like what we like give. Um, mm-hmm. Uh yeah the imagery that we give like high school students because like yeah they're gonna take it to heart um and like apply it to their own lives and like i don't know i don't remember like i don't know i guess i I don't know like that the fucking high school like yeah it felt familiar um in -hmm. some sense like when i was reading the book because like yeah like fuck going to school every day is like a struggle of like fitting in and yeah like i don't know i kind of felt like stuff Stephanie Meyer was like, yeah, you got to be quiet, but you got to be cool at the same fucking time. And like, (laughs) fuck that. Like, fuck that. Like, I don't care if Bella's like quietly smart or like only the vampires can tell that she's like a cool person. Like, fuck that. Like, what does Bella want? Like, what the fuck does Bella like? What is her personality? What is her like actual character? Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. And that was like the other thing too, even like reading the books, read like I I read all four books. I loved all of them. I consumed all of them so fast. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I ever had a good grasp on like who Bella was. Like, I don't think she yeah. was even a fully formed character by the end of four novels. It was like she went like back and forth on so many things sure. and like 
has seemed to have like hypocritical standpoints on things and like no i just i just don't know it's not turns out it is not the perfect (laughs) american series no i don't understand I mean, I just totally agree with everything yeah. you said. And, like, specifically just about, like, I obviously don't believe that Stephanie Meyer went out of her way to, like, yeah. make a conservative, like, fucking text. Absolutely. Like, yeah. obviously that's not her intention. And I'm not putting any shit towards Stephanie Meyer. But I do think that, you know, it's just a factor of the values that you hold mm-hmm. and grow up with are yeah. going to seep into everything that you do and everything you produce. Much like if yeah. we wrote a book, it would probably be very similar to what we grew mm-hmm. up learning and experiencing i'm sure that this is somehow reflective of her experiences as well which doesn't mean that they're wrong but right Right. once it's saturated into mass media and right once all of these teenagers are reading it it does get a bit more dicey with right like they're consuming Mm -hmm. this and thinking edward is like Mm -hmm. the love of my life he is the goal when right Right. at the heart of it he's not actually respecting a lot of her decisions as a woman and that's very troubling so yeah, yeah i think I don't know if we actually answered the question, why is Twilight liked? I still fall back on mine. I think it's just a symptom of a uh, generation who is sort of plagued by the question of mortality and death, um, but also because the hot guys are hot and yeah. vampires are cool. True. True, 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 true. Um, yeah. Wow. So I, I think we did it. We, I think that we have a great analysis. <laughs> What do, what is our conclusion? Why do why did we like this book? Like why? Why did I like this book? Um, I think you kind of nailed it. I think that my <laughs> original scientific analysis is very personal because I was a little <laughs> angsty kid who was obsessed with death, and I do honestly think a part of the reason that I really liked the whole fantasy world of Twilight was because you know, you could live forever. And I would love that. I still would love that. I think about that sometimes. I think that'd be great. And so Mm -hmm. I think that part of it specifically connected to me. But also, I am just a lover of all YA romance novels. Absolutely. Um, And I think that one was just super popular. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, I was consuming YA romance fiercely at that age even though it's only nine years old <laughs> I, horrifying. <laughs> I was obsessed with it I think uh I don't know I've always loved reading um novels that focus on relationships I think that like analyzing mm-hmm. human relationships is like very interesting it's like it's it's the thing that I love to read most in literature um not to say that twilight is literature uh <laughs> it is i mean like it's a it's yeah. a book like we can analyze it it's like i feel fine. like it's fine um yeah but i yeah so i think that like i it was the early stages of me like reading a book and like seeing the forming of a relationship and sort of like the struggles of a relationship um sure. in a romantic relationship at that like very clearly and the fact that, yeah, it had, like, a female lead, like, mm-hmm. I have always, of course, loved, like, books that are, like, um, led by females, especially because, like, yeah, they seem closer to my own point of view and perspective. Um, sure. And, yeah, it was, like, exciting to read as a nine-year-old. It's like, of course I want to read about sci-fi and, like, and, like, fucking sexual fantasies with, like, right. 
<laughs> like werewolves and vampires. Like that sounds wild. Why not? Let's go for it. Right. So yeah, I think it's just like it was just a cultural moment. And it's it hilarious that it's coming back now with this new book that she is releasing, um, Midnight Sun from Edward's point of view. Uh, sure. and I'm really curious to see like how it's treated. Cause yeah, it was a cultural moment. Even people who like, like us, right. Who like don't necessarily stand behind it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm curious. I want to, I want to find out what is, what I is mean, Edward's point of view? Is it updated? Exactly. Is it like, yeah. I mean, we were literally chatting right before we started recording about this. I really wanted to read some of the released chapters before we talked about this so I could have like more of a, you know, clear stance. I'm honestly still bummed that we didn't like do the full like analysis. Like I kind of wish we had done the whole like read the books, like watch the movies, like fucking scribble on the lines, but we didn't. (laughs) But even in my like just quick read of some of the Midnight Sun bits, I was immediately just like, I want to read more. Like I am engaged. I will probably read Midnight Sun. And yes, maybe that's just where my tired, crippled mind is at (laughs) with, you know, what, where the world is right now. I do just want something light, but I think it also says that a lot that right. Audiences are still engaged. Even the ones that don't hold twilight up as, you know, peak literature. Absolutely. Wow. Well, I think we did it. I think we did it. So what's your woo of the week? Oh man, I haven't, I have not. Stand behind that. What is my woo of the week? Um, God, what have I been doing with my time? I finally finished Parks and Rec. um, And I watched the new episode that they made, um, which was pretty fine. It was fine. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I did too. It was not good. I don't think I finished it. Um, Just felt like an ad for... Uh, uh, you know, yeah. It it was just like a PSA, honestly, for Corona tips. Uh, right or not Corona? Uh, yeah, yeah. It literally, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, let's see. Otherwise, though, I watched all of <laughs> Too Hot to Handle, um, which oh, is a all of yeah, <laughs> um, which is a new reality show by Netflix. I do love reality <laughs> TV. Um, oh my god for entertainment purposes <laughs> that hilarious uh and yeah so i watched all of too hot to handle oh my god the show is ridiculous it's so funny it's just hilarious <laughs> they found the horniest people in the entire world the most narcissistic shallow people they found to be on the show and it's incredible um I God, it was so funny. It was so funny. If you just want to like learn, like if you want to see people like build like faulty social intelligence, you got to go watch that show. You got to go watch that show. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Okay. For mine, I also forgot what I did last week. Um, So I guess I first have to ask, did I mention um, Afterlife (laughs) last week? No, I don't think so. Okay, then that's my woo of the week. I've been watching the show called Afterlife. Uh, 
It's the Netflix comedy by Ricky Gervais. It's on its second season. Oh, just, yeah. The second season just dropped recently. Nice. Um, it's honestly a bit on the sadder end. It's definitely a darker comedy. Um, it follows this man who recently lost his wife to cancer and sort oh. of his own struggle with kind of trying to like redefine what life is for. I mean – Obviously, this is not the way to think about things, but just to like paraphrase what he, like his sort of initial thoughts of in the show are, he says that he can't kill himself because he has to feed the dog. And who else is going to feed the dog if he kills himself? And then later oh, on in the episode, he decides, well, you know what? I don't have to kill myself today. I am just going to use this superpower and just say what I want to say at any given moment and just, you know, fuck with people who deserve it. And at the end of the day, if I want to kill myself, I can, that's my superpower is that I can just end it whenever I want, which is obviously not healthy, but yeah, it's really interesting to see because I've, I've watched season one over the course of the week. Obviously it follows him kind of dealing with a lot of this grief and sort of getting to a better place. And now Mm -hmm. season two is sort of, you know, he is doing a lot better. And now he's deciding to use this quote unquote superpower, not to just harm everyone that comes, he comes into contact, but to help the people who have been supporting him in this hard time. And then also punish the people that are being assholes, but acknowledge that most people are just good people who may be having a bad day or going through their own problems. So it's wow. it's honestly just like a really yeah, it's like it's just a really nice emotional show. Um I haven't been watching a lot of other like darker shows because right, the world is dark enough as it is right now, but I think that one strikes a really nice tone between acknowledging the sadder moments and then also still finding the comedy and the light in it. So it's honestly been nice. a really nice, you know, just show to watch to keep you occupied yeah oh, i love it that sounds good gotta keep gotta mm-hmm. watch that gotta put that on gotta my list that. gotta put it on the list <laughs> so yeah i guess that's it for wow. week two guys all right <laughs> thanks for listening if you like so show... courtney do you want to hit us with I'm I'm hitting you right now. I'm hitting you right I'm now. I'm sorry. Okay. You froze. I'm sorry. We're doing this over the internet. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not my fault. Not my fault. Um, if you like the show, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. If there are any questions you want to hear us answer, email us at popquizpotty, P-O-D-D-I-E, <laughs> at gmail.com. Popquizpod is taken. Follow us on Twitter at pop underscore quiz underscore pod. You can also support us at anchor.fm slash popquizpod. Tune in next week and we will answer another question. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>